Hello, this is James Cox with the Martial Arts Podcast, and we are here with another exciting, awesome, amazing interview. I have a special guest with me. This is Professor Claude Lawson, kind of better known as Claudio. You know, we have an award that we hand out at our banquets. Uh, I have one that I'll be handing out tomorrow to a a very special person that's earned and deserved this uh, award, and we call it the Claudio Award. So I wanted to start this award while you were alive to kind of witness it. And that, that says a lot about you and uh, even this interview is that there's an award named after you, bro. That's awesome. But uh, Claude Lawson here is, uh, is one of my best friends. He's one of my early students. We were both, we were talking earlier, maybe 21, 22. Now he's older than me. Two months is two months. He's still the senior, so he's still older than me. You'll be uh, on Medicaid before I will. So. Two months prior. <laughs> and <I'm> a- and uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Claude, I'll let him tell you all his story and stuff, but I know he, he had already had different martial arts experiences, but being military brat, right, moved around a lot, used to joke with me like you had like six orange belts or something, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't stay in a place long enough to advance much farther and then you would move and go somewhere else and then uh, luckily you were here at Dias Air Force Base and I appreciate your service sir and then you've um, retired from the Air Force and continued um, a lot of other things there with your martial arts and your job and Claude's a good man and I, I appreciate you and uh, I commend you for everything that you've done you know for yourself and for the connection with me and our students and the growth and the success so where I am has a lot to do with you you know my early black belts are quite different from you know, some of the black belts today. I don't know everyone says that as things change and evolve, but everything changes, right? Absolutely. I mean, the only thing that doesn't change is change, right? So you're like number five or six or something like that, right? Number six. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the sixth black belt that I ever promoted. Man, I trained so with the those, other five, though. <laughs> yeah. And those five before you, man, what a, what a crew, they were, right? They were amazing. You, yeah. you put together a serious group of martial artists that were just amazing. Yeah, and I didn't know a lot about things, you know, when you're that young. I knew to teach basically how I was taught, and it was hard training, you know. Um, We've gotten a little bit smarter with the training now, although we still train hard. Uh, with a variety but yeah so let's have a let's have a good talk my man if you want to kind of introduce yourself tell us something about your journey oh my goodness starting from the beginning (laughs) very beginning all right so 1975 i was five years old is when i first started martial arts my dad was a black belt in uh shotokan i believe and every two to three years when he moved because he was also military i got a new art so oh gosh 20 years 15 20 years in his career I, i think i had trained in about 12, 13 different arts. Wow. Um, so by the time I became an adult and came here, I added a few more to myself from the time I went to college and did okay in college, not well, but I decided to come in the military, get my life together. And um, I met you actually. All places in, to wind yeah, up in little old Abilene, Abilene Texas. Abilene, Texas. Right? And I was coming from San Antonio, actually. And uh, I saw a, a Taekwondo school, I won't mention the Taekwondo school, <laughs> and I was going to go there, and then I had a chance with my, my older brother was stationed here also, and he said, there's, next door, there's a, there's a guy, we went to one of his friends, house. He said, there's a guy next door that uh, teaches uh, Kajukimbo, Kimbo, and that was in 1990 or 91. I would have been the first black belt if I had joined at that time, <laughs> by the yeah, way, yeah. but um, we wound up talking for a little while, but the, for the next year and a half, I couldn't find the school. And um, I was still very new to Abilene. And when I finally found him, I, uh, I came in, and uh, I think I watched for about three months. 
and I learned everything from, I, was, I compartmentalized everything and I, I put everything in order and I learned everything from white to orange belt, white to purple belt by watching and going home and training. Yeah, and yeah you were one of those guys. I, I can't do that, man. We call it a sponge. Just watch some self-defense drills, watch a complete kata form and, and take it somehow home. learn it. I, I don't know. I just, every, anything that happened physical or something like that, it's, it's also from all the martial arts. I, I trained in Taekwondo, Tung Soo Do, Ishinru, Shonru. Um, I trained some Krav Maga when I got to California. I did uh, Combat Sambo, um, Wing Chun, Jeet uh, Kune Do. You name an art, yeah. I've probably trained in it or dabbled in it for, for, for a while, a year or so. Um, so with all that, I mean, watching you two, you and, and uh, your uh, original instructor, Grandmaster McDaniel, do some breaking on a video that I watched and uh, I joined the next day after watching for so many months, <laughs> getting a chance to come in there and I, I haven't left since. Nice. Haven't left nice. since. <laughs> what changes, man? Been, been a, a lot that has happened since. That's, yes. 30, that's 30 years, bro. 30 years, 30, 30 years. years. Three decades of all of this stuff here. <laughs> Cool. What's your strongest? I know this is a pretty open-ended question. A lot could said, but your strongest takeaways. You know, you're looking back. What's the strongest takeaways? Staying consistent. Um, life, life is going to throw things at you, and uh, it's it's life. There's no perfect life. There's just life. You know, from uh, Tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you have to stay consistent. Whether you practice ten minutes or thirty minutes or five, do it three, four days a week, and just stay with it. I mean, yeah. there's one thing that, that no one can ever take away from you. It's, it's the accomplishments you have within the martial arts. You take it wherever you go. That's right. Okay, yeah. it never leaves you, and you always will have it, no matter what. Whether you have, you've gotten in a car accident, injuries, whatever, or missing the arm or leg, you, this, this never stops. Mm -hmm. This never stops. You can always train somewhere. So my best takeaway is stay consistent in whatever way is possible in your life. Whatever way is possible. Stay to it. Yeah. The one thing you always have is you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's all possible, but you got you got to push it. So, uh, good good positive takeaways. What about some uh, challenges? What what's been some of the cuz you know, there's ups and downs, Woo. yin and yang, right? <laughs> so, what's been some of the challenges? And actually coming, I came to uh Abilene Kajikimbo. I was going through a divorce at the time. And the person who I came and I talked to and learned from wanted to become one of the best friends in the world I've ever had in my life, um, trained me and gave me a home, even at the time when I didn't have means yeah. to, to, to pay him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He said, I don't know what you're gonna do, better put on the gi and get in the class. <laughs> and that just, to me, that was the most amazing thing in the world because at the time, we didn't know each other that well. Right. But you saw something in me mm -hmm. and gave me an opportunity to be more and gave me a place where I could let all that out. Yeah. And you always said, leave whatever you got, problems and issues at the door, come in here yeah. and, and, and leave it on the floor. Work it out, um, it, that stuff is gonna be there when you get out of there, but come in here and get that clarity of mind, clarity of spirit, which I think um, Aaron Serta earlier mm -hmm. uh, in yeah. another podcast said the same thing, and go outside and you're better equipped to handle those things. Yeah, you know, but. It's one of those things that it, it makes you whole when you do something and you begin to try to understand your journey through it. Mm -hmm. you, be, you develop a love and a strength that is internal and integral and that it lasts forever within right. you. You find that, that passion for it and then 
you know, maybe a deeper purpose all the way into to the, the entire why, Absolutely. you know, the, the deep why and reason. And that's awesome, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I was, be, I was able to help you at that time not knowing what would happen 30 years later. Right. Not a clue. <laughs> I didn't know if I'd see you the next day. True. Much less 30 <laughs> years later. And, uh, again, I commend you because you, you comes around goes around karma, right, and you were just as strong as a contributing factor to my success today, to the growth of my students. You know, even when you're not here, it's, um, it's always the connection. And martial arts has a lot of, you know, good synergy, good positive magic, if you will, yes, you know, yes. that, that we do and follow and lead and uh, basically live with, man. It's that unspoken so. thing. You, it, it, it comes through experience. When you're experiencing it, whatever aspect that is, when you're in the martial arts, they say a oh, brotherhood, well, I don't want to leave out the ladies, the sisterhood. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's family, but it goes beyond that. It transcends that in, in many different ways that you can only get from being in it. Mm-hmm. You know, being yeah. in it and experiencing it, it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I heard how, you know, martial arts school, especially with their traditional uniforms or whatever, you say a class, I mean, it could be a class of 20 people, right? And these 20 people come in, and they're wearing the same uniform, mm-hmm. right? They all look the same, but they're all different people, and you don't know. You don't know who's rich, who's poor, right. who's, you know, the top of their life, and who's having, you know, major failures and depression and whatever else, right? Different ages, levels, race, creed, color, beliefs, all different. Yep. But for that hour, we're kind of all the same. We're all the same. We are all one. We're Get training what? together. Yes. We're, we're kicking and punching and throwing each other around. And we're going through torture together. Yeah. And we laugh <laughs> and we, you know, we go through belt tests and events. And, yeah, that, that's kind of the beauty. So there, it takes away a lot of the uh, prejudgment. You Absolutely. Know, right? So you actually how do you really judge down. when you don't know, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's exactly right. You actually strip people down up. The world puts these preconceived notions on, on everything when it comes to people, when you think they're from here or from there or did this or did that or whatever. But when you come into a dojo or a school and you train and sweat, you're just one, you're, 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 yeah. you're just the same people doing the same things and everything else gets stripped away. So you act, it actually lets you see the person for who they really are at their core. Right, get to know them that way first, yeah. right? And then everything else, you're like, everybody has things in their lives and you find out, why they do certain things certain way or why, but you're all together on one and it gives you an even playing ground to understand each other. Yeah. To understand each other and get a common ground on just about anything because you're free to talk. You know there isn't that, that barrier we think there is, it really isn't there. Right, right. We, 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 we've adopted it from the world. Yeah. And we yeah. leave it. And we leave it at that time when you're in the school. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we find the same, you know, same goal in, with the end in mind, right? Yes. Connect and yes. train. You know, uh, I know in your days, and it uh, might have even kind of came from you early on, the whole, it sounds weird to say today, but shut up and train. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, might, I, might, not, I might get in trouble if I go and tell the six-year-old, True. you know, when they come into class to shut up and train. But we, we said that and um, at times, and that the, the point was the concept, the philosophy of that, you know, in, in the sense of nothing else matters right now, just train. You know, but this, but that, but however, and then what? Yeah. And it, no, just no. just train, yeah, right? Just train. Just the rest kind of works out. Yeah. You know, I, I said in a video I did uh, on YouTube is that I'm not saying that your your opinions and 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 what you want to you want to be heard and your words don't need to come out. Just not right now. Right now, close down your mind. Yeah. You know, calm your soul and just train. Just train. Yeah. I'll and, tell my fighters, you know, well, I, I, that's what I believe shadow fighting is. 
active meditation. Absolutely. You know, what are you doing right now? You're focusing, you're getting in the flow, you're getting in the zone, you're finding yourself, you're living in the now, yes. that's present tense, but you got to find times in that training where it's active meditation. And that's you the know, goal heck, I had to do it in horse stances because McDaniel or Peralta keep me in a horse stance for 45 minutes. How, how are you going to stay there? Right? <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour. Absolutely. Time. I think you made me a sign uh, that, that I, I did. put on the my, wall. My, one of my students did. Oh, yep. shut it was up in Chinese train. characters and it said shut up and train because I couldn't literally probably put that. It wouldn't have been great for business or whatever, but I, I knew what it meant and I would explain it and point to that, that, that sign at times. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, good man. Well, what are some of the other experiences um, through this journey as you're continuing on your journey of martial arts? You know, if it's a, uh, you know, uh, just a, a good I use the word takeaway or a good story or you actually, know, I like uh, that. through all this training, through the military and being able to go so many places, um, I had to train, got a chance to meet um, some of these people. May know Eamon Bostepi, who is a high-ranking uh, Wing Chun instructor. I met him in, in Northern California and got a chance to go to a couple seminars and watch him train. And where he came from, as far as coming from nothing, he came from the gutter. He came from nothing, and where he rose to. He was actually the, the Wing Chun instructor that challenged William Chun to a yeah. fight, and they wound up having a little fight and all that good stuff to prove, that, you know, talking about whose system worked right. or whatever. Um, those are some some people. Uh, Dave Terrell, uh, NorCal Fighting Alliance. I got a chance mm -hmm. to go train there. I trained with his um, his original instructor, um, Caesar Gracie. I got a chance to go and train there and. Before the the Shield Brothers and all that good stuff, they were there. Um, but training with some of those people, going around and, and and finding out that as much as people think systems and they they are relatively different, they all come with the same thing: building better people mm -hmm. in some way, shape, form, or fashion. They have people coming with 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 problems and issues. And jujitsu and Krav Maga and any other uh, karate-based martial art, kung fu, is about that. Right. It's about that. Um, better it, versions of themselves, better yeah. people. And it's just yeah. changing different aspects. People say, oh, this is better, that's better. It's the individual. But you have to look and see what instructor you got in front of you also. Yeah, that's right. the one thing I, I'll say that you can take away. Watch the instructor yeah, more than yeah. you watch anything else. Then if you can, they have kids class, watch the kids yeah. and see how they're learning and how, how they gravitate toward the instructor. Truth. Yeah, you will yeah, find some truth say, in that. you know, it's not a such thing as a bad martial arts style. Right. Some might be limited or different. True. It's like, you know, food that has its purpose, but there is unfortunately a such thing as a bad martial arts instructor. But the style, you know, the style doesn't make the person even as much as the person makes the style, style more so there, right? I remember when you left here, and, uh, was it California you went to first? You went, went to Turkey. Turkey. Went to Turkey. You taught a school. You taught classes in oh, Turkey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still have a plaque you gave me yeah, there. Absolutely. First class. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All over, man, spreading that word. And you've, you've continued and, you know, grown in a lot of ways. What was really cool that I really admire, and this is the respect and loyalty of, of a good martial arts school, is when you first left, you would, you're in another country, another state. And, you know, Claude would call me and ask if it was okay if he went and trained somewhere. You know, Absolutely. and after a couple of times, I said, "Bro, you don't have to ask me. You go train wherever you want." <laughs> and even as admiring, I got a phone call at that time. I didn't really know Grandmaster Joe Davis. I knew the name. Right. And this is a Kaji Kimbo martial arts legend. You know, old school, one of the pioneers. I mean, a historian of the art. And he called me up and wanted to know if it was okay to teach you. And here I am. I don't know. I was probably. 
fourth degree black belt or something at the time. We're like, you, know, you don't have to ask me, you grandmaster, you do what you want to do. But that's mutual respect, and that's pretty awesome that there's still some of that out there. Yeah, there's still some of that, yeah. In the world and in martial arts of what it should be, of course, right? Open respect. Yeah. Honor so what's respect. your, uh, what's the future goals? What are you, what are you doing? What's happening next? Oh, um, all over. I, uh, I'm still training in jiu-jitsu right now. Uh, it's not so much uh, uh, how good I am at jiu-jitsu anymore. It's how good a jiu-jitsu is for me now. Yeah. <laughs> that's more important. It's, a, it's a, hard on your body, right? You're I've got a lot of injuries now. Same here. Um, and that's the one, here, me hit this too. That's the one good thing about t uh, today's training. We trained hard. We trained very, very hard. Um, but today we train smarter. Not any less hard. Yeah. It's just smarter. Using the tools that you have based on the times. Old school training was old school training. And we were some bad guys. We could, we could get it on if we needed to get it on. But today's training, it's so much smarter where you can avoid a lot of the injuries that we have, currently mm -hmm. have. Yep. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, go back. What did you ask me? Um, uh, future. What do you got going on? Future. Any plans? So Come with on. me right now, um, I plan on working. Um, still work for the government right now after retiring from the military. Um, about five, six more years. And I'm going to retire and teach. <laughs> All right, bro. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. The plan is moving back to Texas. Well, you know, I'm in Texas. Yeah, same, I, I, so, I, I, I noticed yeah. that. I noticed that yeah, you're here. Yeah. So that is the plan. Um, no other deviation from that. Six years is, is, is the most, and that's what I'm going to be doing. I've seen you stick to a lot of your um, goals and your, your timelines and stuff, so that's that's good. Well, you're going to do it, bro. Absolutely. Well, man, uh, anything else to say to the audience? Um, no matter what you do in life, do it with passion. Uh, stay focused. Life is going to throw immeasurable obstacles in your ways at times. But if you have a goal, no matter what, stick to it in some way. It doesn't matter if you get off track. As long as you keep the passion for it, as long as you make a step, you can make two steps back and one step forward, but you're still moving forward and sometimes you may feel yeah. like you're in the same place, yeah, yeah. but you're constantly keep pushing back on it. Keep moving towards your goals. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the most important thing. Let nothing defeat you. Yeah, nothing. you're right. Experience, knowledge. This man is a test me. Every time I came back, I gotta, I, I'm sorry, I can't let you off the hook without, right, without right. singing your praise here. Um, the beautiful thing, and one of the things that kept me training all those years is every time I came back home, and this was always my second home, I watch the same techniques that I know being taught the same but different. They were increased, not even increased, it, they, were, they were made better in some way. Little tiny techniques, little changes in a step here, a, mm -hmm. a shift here, uh, body mechanics. You, know, you always made the same technique I had learned for the last 20, 30 years yeah. better. And you kept doing that. So it kept me on, on my search and on my journey to constantly keep improving. Mm -hmm. I was never one, I, I don't care if I'm second fiddle to somebody as long as it's you, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you always made it new and exciting, the same technique. And I was always in awe of that coming back, how you did that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. I think it's just the repetition of those drills. And then as I involved and improved, I wanted to evolve the drill you're right, small things that made big differences eventually. Yeah. I tell my students, you know, I've, I've heard you before about doing the same thing. Like, dude, you're never doing the same thing. 
you're doing the same thing differently. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so come on, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but having that eye and the wisdom and to be able to reinvent, that's it. Constantly reinventing mm -hmm. yourself in whatever small increments. Yeah. You, you see people, you see schools and people fail all the time. Yeah. You didn't. Right, right. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Got to be a chef, man. You know, you add some garlic, a little butter, a little this. You mm, keep you said, adding some ingredients. Yeah, you said garlic and butter. Like a masterpiece. Now I'm hungry. Go eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I love you. Thanks for love coming. Too, Appreciate it. And guys, stay tuned with the podcast, the YouTube channel, James Cox Martial Arts. And we'll see you next time. Tune in.